Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more. To the 40, to the 35, 30, breaks away. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turn for a huge touchdown run of 47 yards. Well, maybe that's why Doran uh, has not picked up yet. We're trying to <laughs> get in touch with Doran Dickerson. We'll have him on the air here, though. I'm sure uh, something's going on with him over in Pittsburgh there, but he'll join us as soon as we can. But maybe he knew that we were going to have that open, and that was Josh Allen, and beating the and scoring against the Pittsburgh Steelers. In the playoff game. We're going to get with Doran Dickerson in a little while. He's played for the Buffalo Bills. Now he's in Pittsburgh, radio host out there at the fan. We'll talk with him. It actually gives me a chance, Joe, before we get in touch with Doran, to go into what I was going to, what I started to before the break, which is mm-hmm. the NFL has 50 voters. The NBA has 100 voters. Major League Baseball has 30 voters. Do you know how many the NHL has? It's more than 100. 196. Holy cow, man. 196. I don't know. That's <laughs> I don't know if I love that. You get some weird things that happen there too, which I guess should be even less surprising now. 196. All right, we're going to go out to the West Hurla hotline right now. Doran Dickerson joins us. Doran, of course, used to play for the Buffalo Bills. He had a nice little NFL career, and now he's transitioned into the media, and he works over at our sister station, uh, the fan over in Pittsburgh. Doran, it is Sal and Joe. Welcome to this program. Welcome back to Buffalo on the air. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Doing pretty well today, so I just want to set this up. I want Joe to know. I don't know if Joe knows mm-hmm. what happened here, and I want all the fans to know what happened here, okay? Because I, I have to admit what to happened? something. <clears throat> well, it's, it's good and it's bad, right? You, you'll laugh. I, I think you'll laugh. So I went on with you right before the um, Steelers-Bills game, and you had the most god-awful wing takes ever about Pittsburgh Wings being as good as Buffalo. So I had to get into you about that, and I said, you know what? In response, a towel is just a towel. And boy, did I get it from you guys and Pittsburgh fans. And it was no disrespect to Myron Cope. I said, I didn't touch it. You guys let me know about the jinx of, of saying or doing something with a towel. And I said, look, I never touched it. I have to be honest, though, Doran. I was so fearful that if the Bills lost, I would have to move out of Buffalo because people would blame me. <laughs> I'm not kidding you when I say that. <laughs> oh, well, I, you know, whenever you did utter those words, I was like, uh-oh. I was like, okay, you know, it's one thing talking about permani sandwiches and, and fries being on sandwich and coleslaw, 
but you talk about the towel, that is a huge jinx. And now I'm glad to hear that you're still in Buffalo, Sal. I'm proud okay. of you. You got through this. <laughs> so I think that you can get through anything in life that you got through this in talking about the terrible towel. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. How are you guys getting through TJ Watt not winning uh, Defensive Player of the Year and Miles Garrett from your arch rival Cleveland Browns taking the, taking it? Well, I mean, people are upset, and rightfully so. T.J. Watt didn't even show up to the event last night. Uh, he played hooky because he knew that Miles Garrett was going to get the award. And, and look, at the end of the day, awards are awards. And T.J. Watt, you know, he just wants to go out there and play football. But, you know, the stats and the, and the facts, you know, it, it just shows that T.J. Watt had a better year than Miles Garrett. And whenever usually you have a better statistical year than a player, you probably should be regarded as a better player than that player. So, People are upset here, um, and rightfully so. That's nothing to take away from Miles Garrett, though. I will say that Miles Garrett is a phenomenal football player. Uh, you know, he moves around. He, he he's what six foot six, two hundred and ninety pounds. I mean, he's a freak of nature. So hard to block. But if you look at the paper, and you have the two names next to each other, T.J. Watt, in basically every statistical category, was better than Miles Garrett this year, and he that should warrant an award, and it didn't. And people are upset, rightfully so. But people are also happy that. Cam Hayward got the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year award. So, you know, you, you lost out on one, but you gained uh, one at the same time. But people are definitely very upset here in Pittsburgh. That, uh, And I think it's more that they're upset that they, of who he lost to. And I, I think that that's yes. more what's irking people here mm-hmm. is that it's Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and before we get into the Steelers themselves, just want, uh, on the awards last night, we're upset. Fans are here. Not that Josh Allen didn't win MVP. A lot of people felt that. I was fine with Lamar. I think he was very deserving of it. Would have been fine with Josh. How do you get? How do you make Josh Allen the fifth in the voting, though, Dorn? I just think that's an embarrassment and ridiculous. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Josh Allen is a freak of nature. If there's one quarterback, honestly, if I could go back 10 years and play for and play with, it'd be Josh Allen. Uh, you know, I feel you like go. his teammates love him. Uh, you know, just a big body. is He's a gamer, too. Like, it's just ridiculous. He's fifth in voting and you know what he went through this year. How does that not be taken into effect of going through two offensive coordinators and having the year and figuring it out throughout the year to get your team into the playoffs? And then you obviously run into the buzzsaw of Patrick Mahomes. Like that, that's, that happens to almost everybody. But how can you not take into the effect or, or the fact that they went through a change in offense and philosophy and a different coach? halfway through the year and figured it out. And that was all on Josh Allen's shoulders. I mean, Stephon Diggs was basically, uh, you know, incoherent uh, with receiving yards and catches uh, throughout the latter half of the season. So Josh Allen really put the team on his shoulders. Uh, He is a fantastic football player. I love, love watching the play. Just to round out the awards, what did you make of DeMar Hamlin not winning comeback player of the year and going to Flacco? Uh, You know, I'm going to be biased a little bit on this because I'm a pit guy as well, but, I mean, the guy. I mean, we all witnessed what happened to him uh, during that football game against Cincinnati, and we witnessed him uh, die on the field, and we also witnessed him strap the helmet back up and go out there, and in his mind, knowing that he is going back to a place where he died. Like, I mean, that's just the case. So, whenever you say comeback player of the year, I don't, I don't. Uh, Joe Flacco, I, I get that. I get it. I definitely do. Joe Flacco, that he had a great season and. He's obviously uh, was is old and, and went out there and played very well. But when you say comeback player of the year, and you have a player for the first time really ever uh, in a situation like that die basically on the field and come back and play this year, I don't care what level he played. I don't care how many games. He put the jersey back on. He put the shoulder pads back on. To me, that warrants comeback player of the year. Yeah, there's not a like true definition of it, and I think people interpret it, unfortunately – 
it's become in a lot of ways like this year, I think it was at least a kind of a performance base because what we get is, well, DeMar hardly played. The point is he played. <laughs> That's the right, point. Exactly. He played, right? right? Doesn't matter. And uh, yeah, I know. And he went to Pitt, obviously. Um, uh, and, and you have that connection with him as well there. But we're all glad to see him playing and awards or not. You know, he's done so much after that. And, you know, he's he's said that because whether I win awards or not, you know, what he's right. doing in his legacy obviously means so much. Doran Dickerson on the Western Hotline. All right, let's get into the Steelers. What's been the reaction to Arthur Smith being hired as the new offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh? It's been pretty neutral, 50-50. Uh, you know, people know that he likes to run the football, and, you know, that's the foundation of the Steelers with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. And, you know, I think Steeler fans and Steeler supporters, they, they wanted a, an offensive coordinator that could come in and develop the quarterback position. And I think that people are making the connection that Arthur Smith isn't that type of guy. But if you look back at whenever he's offensive coordinator in uh, Tennessee with Tannehill and making it to an AFC championship game, Derrick Henry, the things that he did, I think people will be able to get over uh, some of the things that they wanted to check their own boxes with. And I think Arthur Smith, in my opinion, uh, he's going to be fueled to, to really go out there and make this work. You know, and, and anybody who is in the coaching profession or in the you know, profession of anything, whenever you get fired, it is embarrassing. And then it's like, okay, now I'm back to my foundation. I'm back to my roots. Let me go out here and give it my all. Like, let me figure this out and I'm going to make it make, make the wrongs right that uh, happened to me in Atlanta. So I think Arthur Smith is going to be coming in here with a, a boatload of confidence and a boatload of energy and, and just wanting to come in here and make this right. And I, I call from mom, answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I like the move. I played uh, underneath him whenever he was assistant tight end coach in, uh, in Tennessee, so I know him very well, and I just know that he is a, a high competitor, and he'll evolve his offense. People may think that he is a, a run-first, play-action type uh, offensive coordinator, but Arthur Smith is smart. Uh, he's an X's and O's guy. He's a football coach. He loves ball. Uh, he will evolve the offense to fit what personnel is the best for the Steelers, and I think the Steelers fans should be somewhat excited about that as we uh, get this season kicked off soon. So who's his quarterback, though? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Kenny Pickett. Uh, Kenny Pickett's going to get the ball, and hmm. he's going to probably have a competition. I don't know who that's going to be to back up. I don't know who that competition is going to be. 
I know they like Mason Rudolph. They like what he did at the end of the season last year. But um, if they can figure out a deal with him, then it'll be Mason Rudolph that will compete with Kenny. But Kenny Pickett, they're going to roll the ball out there, and it's going to be Kenny Pickett's ball to start and basically his job to lose. And personally, and knowing Kenny Pickett as well, um, I, I think that Kenny Pickett plays his best brand of ball whenever his back's against the wall. So I really hope that this is this third year of Kenny Pickett's career. He can figure something out, and Arthur Smith can figure something out, and that whole offense can figure it out how to uh, be successful. But I would assume that when we start training camp, I would assume that it's going to be Kenny Pickett. Oh, man, Kenny Pickett, I'm going to say a draft pick. That's that's my prediction. I think they draft a quarterback in probably the mid-rounds. I'm going to say Spencer okay. Rattler or maybe a Bo Nix. Okay, that that leads me away from what I was going to ask you then, I guess, because there's no logic behind this you know, for why I'm saying this, although I guess you could try to make the case. For some reason, though, I can just see Kirk Cousins in a Steelers uniform. But you're thinking no. I just don't think they're willing to pay that much money for him. Yeah. I don't think that they're willing. I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I think that Kirk Cousins, you know, he can bring a lot to the table. Now, can he lead you to a Super Bowl? I, I don't know. But uh, if he is, if his price tag was uh, in the nature and in the realm of what the Steelers could afford, I would say absolutely. But I think he's just going to price himself out of Pittsburgh. Yeah, and when, when have we known Kirk Cousins to sign a contract and everybody right. goes, oh, that was pretty cheap for Kirk Cousins. Right. Uh, right. He's, he's made so much money. Uh, throughout his years in the league, it's crazy. Yeah. So in terms of then, like, what has to happen for Pickett, I guess, you know, like, what level of step do you think he needs to kind of solidify himself even for the long term there in Pittsburgh? He he takes care of the ball, I know, really well, but is there, like, a certain element of his game that is kind of, you know, been gone over a lot that he just needs to improve on if he's going to continue to be their quarterback? I really think it's confidence, honestly. And I, I think that there were times where he was handcuffed to what the offensive coordinator want, Matt, wanted in Matt Canada and Mike Tomlin at times. Like, hey, you know, you go in on, on Wednesday, you get the game plan, and they're like, protect the football. Don't don't take any risks. We want to get into this game, and we want to control the football game, play conservative, and we don't want to put ourselves in any bad situations. I really do believe that he was told that uh, most of the time whenever he was a starting quarterback last year. So I think this year, he needs to just play free and play confident and, and trust his abilities and really play the way he played in the preseason. I know preseason isn't really anything. You're not getting any, uh, you know, nobody's game planning on you and you're getting backups. But he just seemed like he was loose. He was relaxed and he was just playing the game of football. I think his confidence needs to be reestablished here in Pittsburgh. That starts with Mike Tomlin and that also starts with uh, Arthur Smith and believing he could be the guy and putting him in the best situations possible and making things make sense for him. There's times that last year I don't think Matt Canada and his offense made sense. They would just run things just to run them, and there was no rhyme or reason. Once he knows an offense, his confidence in it, I think his confidence will go through the roof. So hopefully he can find that at some point uh, in, in OTAs and roll that and get better and develop into training camp and hit the season running. We know there's been a lot of speculation about Mike Tomlin's future at the end of the season. He walked out of the press conference, and then he explained a little bit later about that. I know on your station, Mike Florio was on late December, said they're going to operate and plan on giving him an extension. Where does all that stand? Did they do that? Are they planning on doing that? What about his future? Well, I, I, they haven't announced anything, but I, I, I 100% assume that they're going to plan on doing that. I don't know how many years. I don't anticipate it being just a one-year extension, but... I think in order to hire an offensive coordinator and hire a new right. receivers coach and hire a quarterback coach, um, I think that the, probably the main question is, 
is Mike Tomlin going to be around or am I on like a one-year type deal and Mike Tomlin's going to be gone? So I think that's probably been in-house and they know what the term is and they know what the extension is, but that 100% get done. Don't know when it's going to be announced, but everything is telling me that uh, it'll be probably a multi-year uh, extension for Mike Tomlin. And I know Art II really believes in him. And if he said even, you know, quote, quoting his words, if I didn't believe in him, you know, I would have made changes. So, uh, you know, he's going to be here. I believe in him. And I, fi- I think that he could figure things out here as the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. So that extension will definitely be, um, it'll be, I don't know, not announced, but mm-hmm. it'll be uh, a point at some point uh, coming soon. What do you like on Sunday? Who do you like on Sunday? Uh, how could it, I mean, it's, it's, it's literally you're going against Michael Jordan. Uh, you could put the best offense out in the field. You can have uh, the best coaching trees if you're Kyle Shanahan and, all these coaches, and that's the trend, right, in the NFL. Oh, what's the coaching trade? Is it McVay? Is Shanahan? Let's hire that guy. You can have all that great stuff but and have a great offense and, and have a great running back and have a great tight end and, and get the most out of a seventh-round quarterback. But if you're going against Michael Jordan, it's like you know the Lakers back in the day or the Pistons or the Celtics or the Jazz, putting all those great teams together. But you know who you got to go against at some point to get to where you want to get to, and that's Michael Jordan. Patrick Mahomes is Michael Jordan. And he's figured it out this year. He's done it with receivers dropping the football. And, uh, you know, he's just amazing to watch. So how can you bet against the Kansas City Chiefs? I got the Kansas City Chiefs winning. Yeah. Look, I I agree with you 100% on everything you said. But I also think Brady did lose a few of these. That is true. That is true. Um, He he did. But it still was the – do the 49ers have enough? And Right. Do they have enough to go in there? And it's going to be four quarters, right? And I know those are cliche mm-hmm. football words, but, you know, you can't mess up. It has to be a perfect game. It has to be yeah. a perfect game if you're the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, I'm talking about you can't turn the ball over not one time because their defense is good as well. They can run the football. They can beat you in multiple ways. But if you give the ball to Patrick Mahomes and he's down two points with one minute to go, I mean, it's lights yeah. out. So they have to do everything perfect to win this football game. And if you give any ounce to Patrick Mahomes, he's going to beat you. Joe, before we let Doran go, mm-hmm. Doran played three seasons in the NFL. He was with the Texans, the Bills, and the Lions. And one of the best stats about him for me is he wore three completely different types of numbers. All right. Now, Doran, would you, he was, Doran was the Taysom Hill of back in the day, but he didn't play quarterback. He was a, Fullback, tight end, wide receiver guy. Joe, do you want to guess the three numbers he wore in his NFL career? Uh, I definitely remember him wearing 42 with the Bills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, I don't know that I'm going to have a good guess for the other two. Um, something in the 80s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One is a, get a, a. You're getting warmer. That that was a number he wore in uh, in Detroit. In the 80s. 82. I'll just go with 82 because it's full. Yes! All right. I figure we we keep the last digit at the very least. And then... then The other one is more of a common wide receiver number these days. Oh, so it's going to be in the the teens? Mm Mm-hmm. Like like 12? Mm, There's a a player on the 49ers. There's a player on the 49ers. like it. Debo, 19? Yes, sir. 19. I <laughs> I definitely knew 42, especially because I, I'll I'll age you, I'm sure here, Dorn. But uh, playing Madden as a kid, you were like a 92 speed rating tight end in the game, which was like unheard of. So it was very easy to use you in Madden back in the day. Yeah, I, I was a 92, and I was a 40 everywhere else. <laughs> 
I love it. He wore 19, oh, 42, 82. What was it? I, what is it like? Like from like a position group, like kind of thing. Like you, you one year you're one group, next year you're another group, next year you're another. Like that's got to be a little bit tough on a guy who's trying to develop a career a little bit. And you're not just a special teams guy. I mean, you actually played a little bit of offense to do these things. Well, uh, I mean, that's how my career was in college. I mean, I played linebacker, running back, tight end, yeah. wow, in college. But it, it, I used it as you know, just knowledge and learning the wide receiver concepts and learning the tight end blocks and protection and concepts as fullback. You know the protections and lead blocking. So at the end of the day, I knew what everybody was doing, and it, and offense made sense to me. And then playing defense and in college playing linebacker, I knew everybody's dropping. I knew how a blitz and rotation would look. So I always used myself playing multiple positions as learning the game of football. And I think that that did help me play. Uh, multiple, multiple years in the NFL and play, uh, you know, and, and be an All-American in college. So I always use that as a, as a positive thing than a negative thing. I love that. Did you ever think of going into coaching? That would have really helped you as a coach, too. No, no doubt. I mean, my, my uncle was uh, one of the first uh, black head coaches in college football, Ron Dickerson. He coached for Penn State, coached for Pitt, and coached all over the place. So uh, coaching is in my blood. My dad was a high school coach for 30 years, and I have thought about it. I've thought about it more nowadays than ever, so we'll see. Wow, that's a really good nugget. I never knew that about your uncle. That's really cool. Doran, you're always welcome here on WGR in Buffalo. Uh, love talking to you, my man. Enjoy uh, this weekend, and uh, keep everything going over there at our Odyssey sister station, The Fan in Pittsburgh. Thanks a lot today. Well, I appreciate you guys having me, and I love Buffalo, so I appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, Doran Dickerson. Thanks a lot, Doran. Be good. Thanks. All right, Doran Dickerson there on the Western Hotline. That's a pretty cool nugget. His dad... Uh, was a head coach in college. I'm sorry, his uncle was a head coach in college. He said he played linebacker and running back in college. Linebacker <laughs> and running back. And when you go to his, you can never you really pin down his position because if you go to like right. his official NFL profile from his career, he's listed as a wide receiver. Uh, yeah. I remember him as a tight end with the Bills. Again, that's where I used to use him in Madden because he was so fast. And I thought I saw one other position that was listed. No, pro, pro football reference was the other one, but they also have him listed as receiver. So he had speed. He ran four four forty. Yeah, Joe. There can't be many guys who I just went to his college reference page. Doran Dickerson, our last guest. There can't be many guys in the history of college football who have seven hundred yards receiving, have rushing attempts, wait, have fifteen tackles, and oh by the way, he also returned ten kicks. I mean, like, that's pretty cool. Anyway, Doran Dickerson, we thank him for joining us. We'll come back. Let's, uh, I want to get into a little bit later the, the little bit of the discussion we had about UPL yesterday. I wanted to take that a little bit further and what the Sabres might do going forward. They do have a game tomorrow at home, afternoon against the St. Louis Blues, but also York phone calls and what you think about the NFL awards last night and the honors show and how all of that went here on the Extra Point Show. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.